I was think, thinking about doing this because I thought it'd be very funny having two very polarizing people around roughly the same age on the same episode. And I ran into Mike, uh, um, I think it was last Saturday in 9-11 and we're at uh, a show was 9-11 themed. Mike. You were in the audience. Could you tell how pissed off the people are that I walked out? Uh, well, they you were the first comic. Up. Yeah. And they, they they had paid to get in, so they walked out after. I think before you were done. Yeah. They, they paid money to see a comedy show, and Mateo goes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Hey, Mike. You know what joke I always think of that you did? Remember that joke about the conservative pizzeria and the liberal pizzeria and you took the fetus and you slammed it on the counter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I, Mike told that joke in Brooklyn one time. I was the only one laughing, but I was laughing so hard. It was like I was laughing for 10 people. Yeah. Well, Frank, it's, it's interesting because like, I, I never get laughs with that joke and I, I appreciate it because I, I think it's a great joke. And yeah, It's fantastic. I appreciate you laughing, man. Thank you. You know, we're, we're living during the worst time in the world to be a comedian. Yes, right now. absolutely. Absolutely. There's never been a worse time to be a comedian than right now. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, you so, can't uh, say Mike, anything. I, mean, I, I thought I thought like six, seven years ago, I thought that was bad. That was a pleasure compared to now. <laughs> I can agree to that being pretty young and, and I still agree they, they with were, that. They weren't, can they weren't canceling people six years ago. No, it was in the beginning. And the, I remember the first article that came out about someone getting canceled. It was like 2007. It was Chris... Not Chris Rock. It was a, not. It was a Kid Rock bitching about being like canceled at Rutgers University. Oh, yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand canceling a rapist or canceling yeah, a, yeah, yeah. somebody who's doing something wrong, but somebody who makes a joke, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and a lot of people uh, are not offended by the stuff. They're not offended by the jokes. Right. You know, the, the comedians. They're punishing the audiences. Who, who are not offended by that stuff. Right. So, you know, Mike, not, I want to know, know, how would you describe your style of comedy? Because it's very original. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy what I do. It's, it's enjoyable. I, I can't, I don't know how to describe it. You but. know, I saw, I saw Mike, the first time I saw Mike was at Broadway Comedy Club eight years ago. No, actually, excuse me. I saw Mike at Broadway Comedy Club 10 years ago. Okay. It was Kate Wolf and Emma Wilman's mic, which oh was which was a very fun open mic. Do you remember that one, Mike, with Kate Wolf and 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 Emma Wilman? I I was it downstairs or upstairs there? Upstairs. Upstairs. I don't remember that. Oh my god. Oh, we've been to so many; they all blend in. But uh, Jerry Sandusky <laughs> was a Jerry Sandusky was like a new topic, and. And Mike was like sympathizing with me. He goes, I feel, I feel sorry for him. And I, I was dying. I never, I couldn't believe somebody said that. But yeah. it was, and, and you know who you reminded me of a little bit the first time I saw you? And the, the comedian that you remind me of the most, only because of like your explosiveness is uh, Sam Kinison. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if anybody's ever made the comparison. You're, you're different, but... I, I a little bit. You're a little bit like him. Oh, that's that's very nice, man. That's a great. I love Sam Kinison, so thank you. 
just as an example, I'm going to roll a clip of Mike Kramer's set. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I studied German in high school just in case. You, know, just, you never know, man. Bell bottoms may come back, right? You know? Right? I mean, not a good Jew, though. Like, I, I, never, I never was bar mitzvah. I don't go to synagogue. I don't celebrate the holidays. The one thing I do that Jews do, I control the banks. That's me. I'm the fucking guy. To me, I'm like, hey, don't ever let me check the account for over $33, okay? And they listen. They're like, okay, no problem, sir. I control Hollywood too. Jews control. I'm the Jew. I told Scorsese, don't ever put me in one of your movies, okay? And he fucking listened to me. Don't ever put me in a fucking movie, Marty. Or I don't want to be in your movie. I don't care what De Niro says. Don't put me in a fucking movie, all right? I don't give a fuck if De Niro wants to fight me in Raging Bull. I'm not gonna fight him, alright? Come on, Bobby, come on, brother. Come on, Bobby. Bobby D, come on, Bobby D. No, Bobby D, get over here, Bobby. Oh, man. Get down, man. <laughs> I'm getting old, you know, I'm getting old now, and uh. Who said you? Yeah. He says, yeah, people tell me uh, I look good for my age, which uh, that's not really a compliment, <laughs> right? A compliment is, you look good, then shut your fucking mouth, all right? Just shut up, man. You look good, man. That's it. I don't need the rest, okay? It doesn't mean anything. You look good for your age, right? It doesn't mean anything. No women are knocking my door to have sex with me, okay? Because I look good for my age. Right, look at the Grand Canyon, right? Grand Canyon, 15 million years old, right? Looks great for its age. Nobody wants to fuck the Grand Canyon, okay? They all want younger canyons, you know what I mean? They like Bryce Canyon Toad, they're only 7 million years old, they're Bryce Canyon. Oh, oh, save me somebody, save me! <laughs> ah, man, I heard a 25-year-old say that uh, he was panicking because uh, he found the gray hair in his beard. And I uh, think she's getting old. I'm like, dude, I'm at the age. I found freaking gray hairs in my urine now. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna die soon. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, man. This guy's like, oh my God, I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. I found a gray. Just take a tweezer and pluck it out, all right? And you're young again, okay? Use the same fucking tweezer you masturbate with, okay? <laughs> It's a dick joke, folks. It does. It's a small dick joke. It's a tiny dick joke. <laughs> Get down, man. Get down. Ah, uh, man. He's 25. He's panicking because he found the gray hair in his beard. Really? Really? You know what I found? I found the brochure in my mailbox from a cemetery. That's what I found. <laughs> Junk mail, right? For me, I gotta read this stuff. Right? Like, Jesus Christ, man. You know what it says? It says I gotta start preparing for my future. What? What do 
I do? Go to a funeral home, ask him if I can borrow a coffin and go like this for 24 hours? I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. All right. I joined a dating website for people uh, who are like 50 and over. It's called, Did You Find Someone Yet, You Fucking Loser? Dot <laughs> <laughs> com, dot com. I forgot the dot com. <laughs> It's called, it's called Our Time. Our Time. I'm like, I don't think they finished the name of the website. I think they meant to call it Our Time's Almost Up, you know? <laughs> right? I got a message from a 70-year-old woman. She's like, you know what? I don't want to date you, but you think you go to the pharmacy and get pick up my arthritis medicine? <laughs> she goes, you look good for your age. I know you got young legs, you know? Thank you very much. Yeah, come here, man. Michael Kramer. Come on, give up for Michael Kramer. We're back. But like, I, I, when you used to come in, I mean, if, if ever there was a guy that you would call a comedian's comedian, it's Mike Kramer, because when he would come into Tino's open mic, and he would just like it, it was almost like a, 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 a it was like a show. Yeah, like he would go up there and like the comics were like literally falling off their chairs. Like it, I, I I never saw anything like it. Thanks, Frank. You know it's uh, I appreciate it, and, and uh, I I just wish audiences reacted to me like that too. You know that's yeah, they do they do sometimes they don't sometimes they do because what you're doing is very sophisticated. You're doing like a character and it's it's not traditional, hey, you come here often. It's it's like a it's a theatrical performance. It's it's yeah. it's I would know, agree. And and, th and it, it's not just people like me and Mike who, who are a little abrasive. Like even a guy like Andrew Casitano who's doing something different. Sometimes people don't don't get it. Sometimes people don't get it and he's not offensive, but sometimes people just are like, what's he doing? Well, they yeah. don't get it. Yeah. He's tapping a and like they're like you know but the comedians love it comedians love it yeah because so, we understand we understand we're more sophisticated than than the people who go to a, a club on a on a friday night yeah but, uh, what's it, i saw what's his name uh phil 987 was in that same yeah show. he was he was in the show last uh last 9 11 well not the most previous one yeah are you, are you trying to get canceled <laughs> <laughs> He uh, he he said uh, you know he said the n word in his act. And yeah, I know. The the place. I mean, it wasn't just quiet; it was beyond quiet. I told him. I told him to stop saying the n word. I said, "Listen, Phil, it's not funny. It's just not. It's not going to work. And don't you want to have a successful set?" I used yeah. to say it. I don't say it anymore. It doesn't work anymore. That's it. It's done. Yeah, it's right? antimatter. He he just doesn't yeah. listen. He Ever. doesn't. He, you know, sometimes Phil will ask me for advice, and then he doesn't take it, and I get I get frustrated with him. Yeah, and, and you know, this is right. I mean, his, his act is really abrasive, but it's 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 uh it's funny and it's 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 manageable before yeah. he starts that stuff. He's you know, a good he's a good writer and he's very smart. He understands what he understands the science of writing a joke. Oh yeah. But but he's so much like he just 
he goes over the edge, man. He goes way over the edge. <laughs> Colin said, uh, Colin said he, he goes to the edge and then he gets to where, where people are at the edge and then he just crosses over it. Yeah. But yeah. seven goes like way, way Late. over Mike, I want to ask you, what is what are some of the interesting, most memorable stories you have of being a professional clown? Oh my God! I honestly, uh, I uh, there's honestly not a lot to be to be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. The very, uh, I've never had hassles. Um, I've done a lot of train performing as a clown, like I go on the trains and stuff. Okay. Um, which has been interesting. I mean, I got written up in the daily news and uh, for doing that. And, uh, but I, honestly, it's not, it's not that interesting. interesting. Um, I love when you do jokes about it. You will tell you were like, yeah, I was on the train dressed as a clown. And some kids say, hey, clown, suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Picturing you, I'm picturing you sitting there with your crazy Cosmo outfit, and some like like Puerto Rican kid saying that to you. It's so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. I have to I have to be careful. You know, they're allowed to say that. I can't say. You know, I have to be careful because yeah. I'm in. A, uh, you know, clowns have a very bad reputation. Oh, I know. Like priests. Like priests, absolutely. Yeah. But so I try to enhance it. I try to not react to stuff. And yeah. That's good. That's good that you're on your game. Do you think that, do you, did the movie did the movie it hurt your business? Yes. Yes. I figured it would. I, I hear it all the time. Like, are you a scary clown? Are you it? Uh, I'm not. You know, my my clown persona is much different than my stand up persona. I I, I, said, I grew up on Bozo. Okay. Oh. Mike, we're we're old. We remember Bozo when he was on TV at three o'clock. I, I, I grew up thinking clowns were positive. Yeah, well, Bozo was. Bozo yeah. was. Yeah. I used to love Bozo. He would come out, he would do comedy like, and, and then he would introduce cartoons. Yeah, he like Crusty the Clown. Like, well, not Crusty, Bozo. I know. Bozo was, I, I got dressed up as Bozo for Halloween in 1973. Wow. I was like, 1973, what the fuck is that? No, I, hey, know, I, was, I know it's a far away time period. Bozo. When I was a kid, I was on Bozo's show. So, oh, really? Tell us, yeah. how did you get that? I don't know. My my brother, sister, and I, we all had bright red hair. And I think they, they I don't know, they just liked us. And they put us in the studio audience. And I don't remember it. My brother and sister remember it. But I used to want to go to Wonderama so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, Wonderama. Wonderama was great. And then years later, Mario Cantone took over. He, I didn't know he took over that. Yeah, but, he took he took oh. over in, in, in like the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you know, he's very he's very flamboyantly gay. And when I was young, I knew who gay I knew what gay people were because I had a gay uncle. And I was watching that show. I was like, why do they have a gay guy with the kids? I thought it was weird. <laughs> Maybe in that time period, I don't know. In the nineties, you know, yeah, it was starting to be a little looser. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Not like now. Now it ain't enough to be gay. Now you got to cut off your fucking prick. <laughs> it's not enough to be gay now. Now you got to be like a blind trans midget. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes, you do. It's getting hard to be a white guy these days. Jesus Christ. Oh, thank <laughs> t- Tell me about it. 
You're a diversity candidate. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm starting to get the, uh, like, because I'm old. I'm, I'm getting, like, uh, like, I'm not being asked to do shows and stuff. And I think it's because of my age, you know. I, th- I really believe that. Like, it's, oh, yeah, like- yeah. You know, when I started, I was 44, but I looked younger, so I blended in. But now I'm, pe- I'm, I'm on the other side of 50 now. So, I, you know, that, you know, people yeah, smell. Yeah. They, they do. They, they're like, we're, they're something yeah. You know, when I, when I started and I saw guys like you and Mick DeFlow, I mean, you guys were my favorite comedians. I was like, I didn't see anybody young that I liked. Everybody I liked was older, like you and Mick DeFlow. Like, you guys are my favorite comedians when I, I can think of quite a few guys in your, around your age who are pretty... Mm. Uh, no, but I mean, the guys I just mentioned, like Mike Crane or Mick DeFlow, those guys have put wiped the floor with the whole scene. Yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah. Anyway. In fact, every young kid... We'll go over to Mick Defoe and ask for advice and ask him to help. Can you help me with a joke I'm working on? He was like a doctor. Yeah. Wait, oh, like a medical doctor or like? Yeah, joke doctor. Okay, joke doctor. He's a really smart, he's really good. He's just a really genius uh, joke writer. That's yeah. good. He's still yeah. alive at all or? Yeah. Yeah, he's alive. <laughs> he uh, started doing like uh, TV and stuff too. He got he into- through, that guy did a lot. I mean, he, he was a boxer. He was a drug addict. He's been through a lot. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the good things about being an older comic is, uh, you know, we've been through stuff, and yeah. and you know, we I love watching older comedians up there who are ranting about their life, and you know, there's really no genius young people. There really isn't. I mean, the best comics are over 40, 45, 50 years old. Bill Burr, Sebastian Maniscalco, all the best comedians are old. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes time to get there. There's no genius 28 years old. There's no 28 year old genius. No, I just roasted. I did a roast battle against a 20 year old comedian. And I'm like, what what do they have? They have nothing to talk about. No. What what, what was this? This was uh, like three weeks ago. Who was um, it? I'm just curious. No. What? You said who was it? Yeah, what roast show? Was it Comedy Fight Club or uh, or uh, Roast Beef? Oh, uh, Comedy Fight Club. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I can, I can, uh, it doesn't make it doesn't even matter who it is, but um, I can Mike see what you're talking about. Mike is an original. You know why? He was one of the first comedians to get canceled. <laughs> I told, I promised Mike to not to bring that up, and I don't think we should. I, well, it, it, I mean, it's over now. Everybody's over it. Yeah. It was. It was a misunderstanding, and and then I got canceled for sticking up for him. <laughs> you, you asked me to be in the show the next day. I remember yeah. that. And then Mike put me on a show, and it was the best show I ever did. Uh, too bad Ryan didn't know how to operate the camera because I was trying to get it taped, but the camera wasn't working. But I fucking oh. murdered. Yeah, yeah, that was a great. You did great. I remember. You, you booked me twice. The first time I murdered. The second time I bombed. Yeah. That was a tough audience, so the second one. That was that, oh, was, that, that was tough. They hated me. They hated you. And that, that kind of, yeah, it was a tough crowd that night. I even said to them, I broke, I said to them, I said, do you guys think I mean this stuff? And they said, yeah. <laughs> I was there for, I remember it happening. Uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing worse than bombing, man. If, I, I had like a headache and I, I, I couldn't wait to get out of it. And then you, and I felt so bad because you paid me. Well, that's, yeah, I know. Yeah. 
You know, that's the thing, though, Frank and Mateo. That's the, I. I don't mind. I hate bombing, but I hate it because uh, it, it the producers hurt more than like the audience. I'm never going to see again. Right. But kind of hurts my reputation when I bomb because the producers like ah you know you didn't do well and but you know. I went over to you and Matt Nagan, who's a great guy, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And both of you guys were really nice. You were like, no, it's not, it's not your fault. And yeah. then. Dixon was there. Yeah. And he invited me to come on his uh his show after that. Oh. So maybe maybe better than you thought you did. Well, he's okay. the only one. He thought it was funny, but he's but he's 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 crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I, I watched the uh, his I watched the episode of his uh show where you were on that whole episode's unhinged cannibals and shit. Like Yeah, he's he thinks it's funny. He had a video of a man beating the crap out of a woman, and he kept replaying it over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the least offensive in that show. That's good, though. You know, like that. That's that's the kind of stuff, though. It takes it takes courage to do that kind of stuff. It does. I, you know, it's just like like Norm Macdonald just passed away. A great comedian, one yeah. of the great, one of the greatest comedians, one of the most risk risk takers, biggest risk takers. And you know, everybody's going on TV now, and they're like, my friend Norm, my friend Norm. But they, they all turned their back on him a few months ago because he defended Louis C.K. Yeah. And, and because his opinion is different than everybody else's opinion, they made him apologize. He went on an apology tour. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is. Everybody Jimmy just wants Fallon, to. Jimmy Fallon banned him. He banned Norm MacDonald? Yeah. That's very interesting. But now he's on TV saying, oh, he was a member of our family. I'm like, are you out of mind? He got fired from SNL with no dignity whatsoever. Now they're like, we're very proud to have him as a member of our SNL family. Like, yeah, why'd you fire him then? (laughs) You know why they fired him? Because he was doing OJ jokes and that the president of the network was best friends with OJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's very... uh... His OJ jokes were great. I never heard them, but I think I should Google some of them after yeah, this. Right, right. He's like, it's official. Murder is legal in the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had another one. He goes, OJ said he would have took a bullet from the coal. Boy, that's bad luck when the one guy that would have defended you kills you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I, Norm McDonald was the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. I would agree. You know what it was? He was just, he was like a natural. He was just funny. You know, he didn't have to try. He just, he, he you know just, what, you know what it is, Mike? Like, I, I consider you a great comedian. I can, even though Phil's crazy, I consider Phil a great comedian. And Norm was a great comedian. Patrice O'Neill was a great comedian. And, and Nick DiPaolo was a great comedian. And what all yeah. those comedians have in common is they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I think you need to, to be great. Because if you, if you're concerned about what people think, you're never going to be a great comedian. Never. Very true. And you're never going to be true to yourself either. You, right. you, know, you try to pick audiences that that are just not easy to please. Just like uh, Bobby Slayton is a great comedian. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. I met, him. I met him. He was so nice to me. Where'd you meet him? At Gotham Comedy Club. Because okay. Cyrus, Cyrus McQueen was the doorman, and he knew... 
he knew that I love Bobby. Okay. So he brought me to meet him. He said, this is your biggest fan. And uh, he kept, all during set, he kept referencing me. He kept going, yeah, the young comic in the back. I was like, the first time I ever got called young in my life. The young comic in the back. That's all he kept saying the whole set. He was great. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. He called, he called the woman in the front row a cunt. <laughs> Uh, I love how you you just Frank. I love how you remember that so clearly in your head. Yeah, well, you know, you don't see that that often. No, you don't. Not both things. You know, he called you out like a guy like, at that at that level calling you out in the audience. That's great. That's really nice. He's he's fantastic, and so was Paul Mooney. Rest in peace. He was another great comic. Yeah. yeah. I like the guy. I like all the. I like the guys who are uh, you know just don't give a fuck. Those are my favorite comedians. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dice, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, you know what I wanted to ask you? I know you're doing comedy a while, you're doing it longer than me. Did yeah. you used to go to Pips? I never went to Pips. Really? Pips. That's interesting. I knew it, yeah, I knew it existed, but I, I, I never went because you're from Brooklyn. I'm surprised you never went to Pips. Yeah, no, nah. no, nah, I don't know. That's it, yeah. What's the reason? Is there any reason? I think uh, it was just so far out. It, uh, you, know, oh. I'm, you know, I'm not, uh, I, I don't know. I used to go into the city and do it. I never okay. did mics in Brooklyn, Frank. Uh, I, yeah, but I think Pips would have liked you. Yeah. That's when did, a, didn't Pips close down in 2005, 2004? Yeah, but Mike is doing comedy before that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I thought I was like an early 2000s guy. Yeah, I've been around. And I, I did uh, that little room in the New York Comedy Club when they had the little room in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. it's a green room now. Huh? It's a green room now. It is the way to go on. Yeah. Yeah. God, that was great, man. It, was, it had so much energy in it. You know, you know it, what I think? I think clubs are the old way. Yes. I think a lot of comics spend too much energy trying to get the clubs to like them. When you get past at a club, you're still at the beginning anyway. That's the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I think the new way to make it is online. That's the new way to make it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Video. Yeah. Uh, Frank, can you repeat yourself? It's breaking up. You know, I watch. I watch. I watch Norm McDonald on YouTube almost every night. All those videos of him. Yeah. Wow. And uh, uh, Mike, you have any last word, final words? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey. It was great to be here. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. I'm going to cut it. Danger. Danger. Representing on Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Luby, you be raw, that's a real gig. That's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Oh, no. Dang, take the reins, act a fool with my pimp bangs. Only place I do it is.
the show that gets the silliest Tired of being stuffy so I say let us be idiots Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow Call me PMS, probably million stacking, no, no Let's go, drop lava rocks, burning infinite Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a ish Lighting their ways up, bring the real deal I feel we too much, make them all squeal Mohill in my clutch, make them out and now Ruby lighting it up, got you saying well Lengi, you be raw, that's a real gig. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.